0: Hello friend, I'm Ron Jones of Something Good Radio. All Scripture is profitable for teaching and reproof. But let's face it, God gave us a lot of Scripture. Sixty-six books and more than six hundred thousand words, and it can sometimes be a little overwhelming to read. That's why I wrote my new book, The Ultimate Road Trip Through the Bible. To help you navigate your way through the highways and byways of God's Word, and see how it all fits together so brilliantly. How every path, every passage, and every page points to Jesus, who is the Christ. The book comes in two volumes. Volume one covers the 39 books of the Old Testament, while volume two takes you through each of the 27 New Testament books. Both are now available to order, and I'd love to send them to you today. Here's
1: Brian with details. The Ultimate Road Trip Through the Bible, Volume 1 and 2 can be yours today by request for your gift of $50 or more to support the ministry of something good. When you order the print versions, you'll also get instant access to the Route 66 Digital Library, a $275 value. The online library includes electronic versions of the book, plus video sermons, audio messages, and downloadable sermon notes on all 66 books of the Bible. Visit somethinggoodradio.org to request the two-volume set and to gain immediate access to the Route 66 digital library. That's somethinggoodradio.org. Pastor Ron, there are so many good books published every year. Why should someone buy The Ultimate Road Trip Through the Bible? And who did you have in mind when you wrote these literary travel guides through the Old and New Testaments?
0: You know, Brian, your questions make me think of the words of wise Solomon in Ecclesiastes 12 and verse 12. Of the making of many books, he writes, there is no end, and oh, how true that is. For what it's worth, as a Bible teaching pastor for more than 30 years, the ultimate road trip through the Bible is my way of helping people understand the overall story of Scripture and how all 66 books of the Bible fit together into a unified work of the Holy Spirit. I wrote with all kinds of people in mind, starting with the serious Bible student, even those who teach the Bible. I'm thinking of pastors, Sunday school teachers, and small group Bible study leaders who might use these two volumes in their preparation. But I also wrote for the person who is just getting acquainted with the Bible, which we all know is the best-selling book of all time. Brian, you can read The Ultimate Road Trip Through the Bible from beginning to end like any other book, or place it in your Bible study toolbox. I know that if you're a lifelong learner of God's Word as I am, you will return to The Ultimate Road Trip Through the Bible repeatedly. As companions to your personal Bible study, these books will always help you see the big picture before you dive into the details
1: of any book of the Bible. That's why I'll be ordering my own copy, Pastor Ron. We're so glad you decided to share this important book with us, and you can get your copy today by going to SomethingGoodRadio.org. Both volumes of this great resource are yours for a gift of $50 or more to support the ministry of Something Good. Give online at SomethingGoodRadio.org or over the phone by calling our offices at 757 276 1099 or mail your gift to P.O. Box 6245, Virginia Beach, Virginia 23456. When Solomon wrote the book of Proverbs, he gave us a garden of wisdom, but he did so without the flowery speech. He was a champion of brevity, clarity, and wisdom. His writings give us practical advice on virtually every aspect of our day-to-day lives. Today on Something Good, Dr. Ron Jones begins an in-depth look at the book of Proverbs in his series, Wise Sayings, Guidance for Everyday Life. Stay with us here or visit somethinggoodradio.org to listen on demand on your schedule. That's somethinggoodradio.org. While you're there, check out Something Good Television, Something Good Courses, Something Good Travel, and the new Something Good Digital Library. This is where you can search for biblical answers to your questions from nearly 30 years of Ron's Bible teaching ministry. From Proverbs chapter one, here's Ron with today's message, The Beginning of Knowledge.
0: Well, we live in the age of Twitter. Twitter, where pithiness rules. How many of you have a Twitter account? Wow. How many of you are following me on Twitter? Why are the rest of you not following me on Twitter? (laughs) I remember the first time I received an invitation from a friend of mine. This was many, many years ago when Twitter was just getting started. And, And it was an invitation to follow him on Twitter I had no idea what it was, and I looked into it a little bit, and I thought it was the silliest thing in the world. Why would I want to know what my friend is doing at any time of the day or night? Why would I even care? And and then I learned that when he sent out something for me to follow, it was called a tweet. And I thought, well, he had to check in his man card on that one. I mean, why would I want to be a part of this thing called Twitter? So I resisted until eventually I joined the social media revolution. And Twitter tells us to say what we're going to say in 140 characters or less. Try it sometime. It's not easy. It takes discipline. It takes creativity. It takes a bit of a writer's flair to be able to tweet something that's worth reading, let alone worth remembering. And the truth of the matter is most of the stuff floating around in the Twitter sphere is empty chatter. That's why you tweet something and, uh, you know, it, it might have a, a second or two of, uh, uh, of life out there, but then it just, it just goes, goes beyond. But we're in this age of Twitter where pithiness rules. Bill O'Reilly even says if you're going to write something into his uh, highly rated cable program, he, what does he say? Keep it pithy, right? Keep it pithy. Well, I kind of agree with um, a scholar named Bruce Waltke, who wrote a two-volume commentary on the book of Proverbs. Waltke says, in a world bombarded by inane cliches, trivial catchwords, and godless soundbites, the expression of true wisdom is in short supply. And I agree with that wholeheartedly. And that's why today I'm beginning a brand new series of messages from the pithiest book in the Bible. It's called the book of Proverbs. You ever read the book of Proverbs? I hope you have. Because you know what, Proverbs is a success manual for life. Proverbs is gonna help you live life skillfully and successfully from God's point of view. Proverbs is also a parenting manual. Do we have any parents or grandparents here? Do you ever wish that you, somebody had given you a manual, a guide to how to rear children? It's all over the book of Proverbs. And I love Proverbs and its child-rearing advice because it doesn't shy away from appropriate measures of discipline. Proverbs is also a repository for divine wisdom. And it's part of the larger collection of what we call wisdom literature in the Old Testament. Do you know the five wisdom books in the Old Testament? Can you say them with me? Job, Ecclesiastes, Song of Solomon, Psalms. And Proverbs, it's kind of a mini-library in your Old Testament. It's known as wisdom literature. It was a particular kind of wisdom or particular kind of literature because there were wise sages all throughout the ancient world who who would collect, well, wisdom. Various kinds of wisdom. This is God's wisdom. Uh, Think of these five books of wisdom uh, this way. Job is God's wisdom on pain and suffering, you're going through a, a difficult time, a painful time, a time of suffering. You need to read the book of Job and get God's perspective on it. Ecclesiastes is God's wisdom on the nature of, uh, and, and meaning and purpose of life. Uh, that's Ecclesiastes, written by uh, Solomon himself. Song of Solomon. You ever read the Song of Solomon? This is God's wisdom on love, marriage, and sex. Now, some of you are going to read that this afternoon. You didn't know there was a book in the Bible about love, marriage, and sex. From God's perspective. But it's, they're contained in an Old Testament book of wisdom called the Song of Songs or the Song of Solomon. Psalms. Psalms is God's wisdom in our vertical relationship with Him. Proverbs is, our, is God's wisdom in our horizontal relationships with one another. That's why we're gonna talk about wise sayings, guidance for everyday life, divine guidance for your everyday life. Uh, this is the book of Proverbs. And so Proverbs has a wide, wide uh, array of topics that it covers. I've already mentioned a few, but marriage and family, finances and friendships, uh, child rearing and the discipline that goes along with that. You know that in the book of Proverbs, we're going to casually meet a number of folks uh, like the wise, the wicked, the fool, the simple, the scorner, the slothful the sluggard. That's my favorite one. Not because of what the sluggard represents, but I just love the name, the sluggard. Say it with me, the sluggard. (laughs) We've lived in Washington, D.C. for about a decade, and uh, this has nothing to do with the sermon. Let me just tell you a little story here. But in in Washington, uh, D.C., there's something called slugging. And slugging is when you want to try to uh, get on the HOV line, uh, but, but you're you're just one driver, and so you can park in various places around the nation's capital, park your car way out here in the suburbs, per se, and get in a slug line. And, and somebody who's driving down to the district or to the Pentagon will come by and pick up a slug or two who slug their way into the back of your car, and that way you can you know, qualify for the HOV lane. It's called slugging. Weirdest thing in the world in the nation's capital. There are a lot of weird things going on in Washington, D.C., but slugging is is the weirdest I've ever seen. And there are rules for slugs. Don't talk to your driver. Don't bring your coffee cup in the back of my car if I'm going to slug with you. Just a weird, weird thing. Well, there's a different kind of sluggard that we're going to meet in the book of Proverbs because Proverbs instructs industrious persons in how to plan their work and work their plan. Proverbs also, in the same breath, challenges the lazy and slothful person to get out of bed and get to work in the morning. That's the book of Proverbs. You'll also be interested to know that in Proverbs, wisdom is personified as a virtuous woman. She is at her best when she instructs men to steer clear from the smooth tongue of the adulteress. I said earlier that Proverbs is a parenting guide, and it is, and no more so than in Proverbs 5, 6, and 7. Parents, grandparents, if you want to teach your kids and your grandkids about sex, you need to take them to Proverbs 5, 6, and 7. It's not about the birds and the bees, it's about the blessings. And the curses. And later in this series, we're going to take a week and and talk about making wise choices about sex. It's right here in God's Word. It's right here in this book of divine wisdom. It's right here in the book of Proverbs. But there's more. Proverbs also addresses both positive and negative virtues like honesty and integrity, jealousy and envy, love and hatred, kindness and malice. This book of divine wisdom, watch out here, it has a lot to say about what we say. And how we say it. Before you read the book of Proverbs, you need to be forewarned that if you use your tongue as a gossip, a slanderer, or a backbiter, Proverbs is going to rebuke you. The fool is the person who uses his tongue to tear people down. The wise person uses his tongue to praise God and to build people up. It's all there in the book of Proverbs. And are you starting to understand why I love the book of Proverbs so much? It is chock full of gritty, useful, everyday wisdom from above. And did you know that you can read through the book of Proverbs a chapter a day for 31 days and read it through in one month? That's your homework in this this series, is to read through the entire book of Proverbs. You can probably read one chapter a day in about 10 or 15 minutes. Read it through twice. You know, an apple a day will keep the doctor away. No, a, a chapter of Proverbs t- uh, a day will fill your, your heart and your mind with, with wisdom. from above. Add to that chapter a day five chapters from the book of Psalms, and you can read the book of Psalms and the book of Proverbs through in, in one month. And in doing so, saturate your heart and your mind both vertically and horizontally with God's wisdom. If you're not doing that, friends, If you're not reading God's Word, His love letter to you, and this this repository of divine wisdom, in the words of Proverbs, you're a fool because you're relying more on man's wisdom and man's guidance than you are this divine repository of wisdom uh, known as the book of Proverbs. Proverbs.
1: Up next, the second half of today's message with Dr. Ron Jones, lead pastor at Atlantic Shores Baptist Church in Virginia Beach, Virginia. And if you're listening to Something Good Radio for the first time, we'd like to send you a free chapter of Ron's most popular book, Mysteries of the Afterlife. It's our way of saying, Thanks for being part of our radio listening family. Stop by our website, somethinggoodradio.org and click the I'm new icon that's right at the top of the homepage. That's somethinggoodradio.org. While you're there, share your prayer request with us by using the explore option right at the top of the homepage where you'll find the how can we pray for you option. Our ministry team will be happy to join you in prayer. So contact us anytime. You can find plenty of books filled with axioms, maxims, and proverbs, but not all of them are created equal. Here's Ron with the rest of today's Something Good radio message, The Beginning of Knowledge.
0: Now, some of you may be asking, you know, pastor, what, what exactly is a proverb? And let me try to define that for you. Well, uh, one one scholar says that proverbs are are pithy statements that summarize, in a few choice words, practical truth relating to some aspect of everyday life. I don't know. You, you, you pick the aspect of everyday life that you're facing right now. Uh, what aspect of everyday life do you, do you need some wisdom? Do you need some guidance? Do you need some counsel on? And where else would you go first but to this divine repository of wisdom from above to learn how to live life skillfully and successfully? Why are you neglecting God's Word so much, especially the reading of Proverbs? I mean, the Bible is the best-selling, least-read book in all of history. And that ought not to be true among Christians who say they're God followers and who believe this book to be, well, the Word of God. Now, there are many English proverbs that we could talk about. I made a list of a few of them. I'm going I'm to start them out, and you finish them for me. Let's see if we can remember them together. Two wrongs don't make a... The pen is mightier than the... When in Rome do as the... When the going gets tough... You're good at this. Birds of a feather... Practice makes... One man's trash is another man's... A penny saved... Yada yada. No, that's not one. <laughs> I had a sixth grade math teacher named Mr. Hall, and I remember him because he was kind of quirky. He had a handlebar mustache, and that was pretty cool for you know kids in the sixth grade to see his handlebar mustache going way out to one side and the other. I don't remember much math. I wasn't really good at math. That's why I'm a preacher, I guess. But, um, but Mr. Hall, in his quirkiness, he always put a pithy saying on the door to his classroom every day. So it was kind of fun to go to his class and to find out what that little pithy saying was. And the only one I ever remember was this, you jumping on the way up, I'll tell you how high. Now, what's that supposed to mean to a sixth grader? I mean, I'm spending my entire time in math class just scratching my head trying to figure out what this pithy saying meant. But I do know this. I don't know what Mr. Hall meant, but I do know this. Neither the pithy sayings he put on his door, nor the ones that I just read and we completed together, not one of them is found in the book of Proverbs. Not one is found anywhere in Scripture. In fact, I can think of some others that are also not found in Scripture, like this one. God helps those who? Not anywhere in the Scriptures. Might surprise some of you. Cleanliness is next to. <laughs> you may have been telling your kids that you know to get them to clean up their room, but it, you will ne- you won't find it in the book of Proverbs. So what's the difference between you know some some good advice here, some pithy advice, some memorable advice, and what we have here? In the book of Proverbs, well, Warren Wearsby, a trusted Bible teacher and scholar, says throughout the centuries, familiar maxims and proverbial sayings have been compiled into books, but no collection is more important than the Old Testament book of Proverbs. For one thing, the book of Proverbs is part of Scripture and therefore is inspired by the Spirit of God. He says, Proverbs contains much more than clever sayings based on man's investigation and interpretation of human experience, because God inspired this book, and I would suggest even further, the collection of these Proverbs, because God inspired it, it is part of divine revelation and relates to concerns of human life to God and the eternal He says, the book of Proverbs, furthermore, is quoted in the New Testament and therefore has practical applications for the lives of believers today. Now, all truth is God's truth, wherever we find it. But what I want to suggest to you about the book of Proverbs is 100% of it is pure, untainted wisdom from above. It will never misguide you. It will never tell you to do one thing and then do, you know, the complete opposite. This is not based upon human wisdom. Uh, This this is is wisdom from above. Where am I getting that phrase? I'm getting that phrase from the New Testament book of uh, James. James is New Testament wisdom literature. Uh, James has a rhythm and a cadence and a way of kind of communicating in his New Testament letter that that is a lot like the sages of the Old Testament and and even the wisdom literature and, and teachings of Jesus. James says in James 3 and verse 17, but the wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, reasonable, full of mercy and good fruits, unwavering, without hypocrisy. Do you need that kind of counsel this year? Do you need that kind of counsel right now James contrasts this wisdom from above to wisdom from below that he says is earthly and sometimes demonic. You and I, friends, need to have the ability to discern between counsel, guidance, wisdom, instruction, knowledge that is from above versus what is from below, that which is humanistic, that which is even demonic by definition, according to James. Do you have that kind of discernment? You won't have it if you ignore this book called the Bible, let alone the book of Proverbs. Now, here's something else we need to understand about Proverbs before we dive into the introduction. Proverbs is full of principles, not promises. And what do I mean by that? Well, you can read the book of Proverbs, and then you can scan your life or somebody else's life and and look at a a point in time, and you might find an exception to the rule because they're principles. Uh, We interpret Proverbs this way. Generally speaking, this is the way life works. But here's what you need to understand as you meet both the wise person and the fool in Proverbs. The fool is the person who says, I'm the exception to the rule. I'm the exception to the rule, and I can keep living my life contrary to the instruction from God's word, and I'm gonna be just fine. You're a fool if you think that way and if you live that way.
1: Thanks so much for being here today for Dr. Ron Jones' message, The Beginning of Knowledge. Stop by somethinggoodradio.org to hear any of Ron's messages on demand. That's somethinggoodradio.org. Remember, when you partner with us, we'll send you a free copy of Ron Jones' full-length book, Mysteries of the Afterlife, exploring its amazing secrets. To join the 828 Club today, visit our new and improved website, somethinggoodradio.org, and use the Partners tab at the top of the homepage. That's somethinggoodradio.org, or call 757-276-1099. Proverbs
0: will help us gain moral insight, not just mental agility, but moral insight as well. I see the phrase in verses 1 to 6, to receive instruction in righteousness, justice, equity. Do you know at any given time what is right, what is just, and what is fair? I'll just tell you, that's in short supply today in our world. Uh, Even, sadly, in our justice system. What is right, what is just, what is fair. You need to get God's perspective on life in order to have the agility and the insight in a moment to say, this is the decision we need to make.
1: That's next time when Dr. Ron Jones shares part two of his message, The Beginning of Knowledge join us then for something good for ron and the entire team here at something good radio i'm brian davis saying god bless and thanks for listening